accountability is God's job. But it's not solely God's job. No, it's our job too. We will be the plan. We are never going to give up. When the truth is known to the entire world, we are going to have extreme accountability. Good evening and welcome to the Stu Peters Show. As Christians, we're commanded to look to the next world rather than clinging to this one. Christ said that whoever tries to save his life will lose it to the devil, while whoever hates his life will live forever with God in heaven. That's what we're supposed to believe. But far too often, self-professed Christians have been the slaves of this life. Far too often, Christians have feared for their reputations or for their jobs or for their likeness. They've worried more about placating to tyranny rather than standing bravely against it. And that's been especially true these last few decades in North America. The United States and Canada are rich countries. Many of us grew soft. But thankfully, things are changing. Our governments have grown more tyrannical. And so finally, Christians are realizing, hey, what our faith calls us to do is to be witness against the princes of this world rather than their slaves. Well, in Canada, we see Christians like Josh Alexander standing up against LGBT propaganda in schools. Christians like Pastor Pawlowski standing up against COVID restrictions. Here in America, a handful of churches bravely defied commands that they cease worship during COVID. In Louisiana, Pastor Tony Spell got put in an ankle monitor and placed under house arrest because he wouldn't keep his church closed. Then he held another church service anyways. The brave example of example of example of Spell and others, though, means that if the Biden regime tries to bring back lockdowns this winter or next fall or whenever, far more will be ready to resist. That's what we hope. That's what we pray about. But standing up and fighting back won't be easy. Satan doesn't give up without a fight. The Biden regime and the Trudeau dictatorship are ready to use mass surveillance and other federal police state tyranny to bring Christians back in line. In Canada, just last year, we had the totalitarian crackdown on the trucker protests. Here in this country, we have Biden's FBI placing spies inside of churches, labeling church-going Christians as subversive extremists. It's incredibly dangerous. They at least picked the right target because... It really is the Christians who are the greatest enemies of the regime that rules over us. Dinesh D'Souza probably requires no introduction. He's made a whole series of best-selling documentaries, including 2000 Mules, 2016 Obama's America, and more. His latest film, though, is the upcoming Police State, which shows how the Biden regime and the DOJ is weaponizing the domestic terrorist label to wage war on its enemies. Here's a preview. Chief Division Counsel and DOJ have approved a no-knock breach. We want the subject to be on display, doing the walk of shame, full visual impact. Any questions? Are we becoming a police state? The government told American citizens they couldn't go to church on Sunday. For the first time in my life, I'm saying to myself, am I going to get a knock at the door? FBI warrant, come to the door now! The Patriot Act and FISA were used against Donald Trump. These individuals have commissioned the biggest propaganda play in U.S. history. They don't go after the people that rigged the election. They go after the people that want to find out what the hell happened. We don't need to have a crime. What we need is a person to look at. And then we go find out what crime you did. FBI! Our focus is shifting. Our main priority as a bureau is going to be domestic terrorism. It really paints anybody who's right of center. If you're a pro-life, pro-family Catholic, they define you as radical. 
These are anti-government. We have freedom of religion and freedom of speech. Violent extremists, and they must be dealt with. We can do anything we want. happy to have Dinesh D'Souza with us now. Dinesh, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you being here. Hey, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, I mean, Christians have to stand up. It's your opinion that more so are doing that. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Um, for a long time, the the uh, tyranny that was being imposed uh, in this emerging police state was, uh, was camouflaged because it was marching behind the um, edict of fear, kind of, it's, a, it's an epidemic and therefore we're making these restrictions or it's the aftermath of January 6th and therefore we've seen this attack on democracy. So, you know, police states in other countries have established themselves through brute force. I mean, Stalin, Lenin, they didn't have to explain to somebody why they're being indicted or why they're being arrested. But our police state marches behind the banner of law and democracy and uh, fighting misinformation and disinformation. So it's taken a little while for people to recognize the facade that is put up to justify all these deprivations of basic liberties. And it's it's all our basic liberties now that are in jeopardy. I mean, just think about the Bill of Rights, uh, right to free speech in jeopardy, right to religious conscience in jeopardy right to petition the government for redress in jeopardy, right to equal justice under the law in jeopardy. So suddenly we find ourselves not that different from the unfree societies, whether North Korea, China, the old Soviet Union that we've been deploring for decades. Um, and it's not that China and these regimes have become more like us. We have become depressingly more like them. Yeah. And so what you mentioned about you know, cloaked behind the veil of law and order or justice, you know, isn't it these same people that actually are persecuting and physically imprisoning those who are actually actively trying to uphold the rule of law? Yes, they are doing that. And the, the police state has a number of dimensions. I mean, political targeting is one of them, the creation of political prisoners. I mean, think back, when can we last name when there were political prisoners not in wartime in American history? You're hard pressed to say when. Um, so there are these new phenomena showing themselves now in this country. Uh, and it's um, it, I think it means that we are in a very precarious situation. This film, Police State, I feel a little bit like the, the animal that's trying to warn the herd that there is a motion in the trees and just grazing placidly uh, without taking account of the situation is not the right way to go. So what about accountability? What does that look like for the people who are ushering in this authoritarian regime and, and this extreme persecution and this police state? Ultimately, the police state has to be defeated, uh, not just by individuals acting in their individual capacity, but by us uh, mobilizing our political representatives, getting the word out and exposing the police state. This is a police state in hiding. And by hiding, I mean that a lot of its activities are fraudulent. They're, they're not able to say explicitly what they're doing. A, a good example would be, for example, Fauci. He wants to deflect from the idea that COVID may have originated in a lab. Why? Because he's been funding gain-of-function research in labs in the United States, which have been collaborating with Wuhan. So he doesn't want to be blamed for this epidemic. So he wants the epidemic to have a natural origin. So what does he do? He commissions a study 
from people who get government money. So they're going to feel obliged to say what he thinks. And in fact, they do change their opinion and say what he thinks. Uh, he reads the study in advance. He knows about it. He actually helped to create it. And then he holds it up like, oh, well, there's been this independent study by some very prominent virologists saying that COVID has a natural origin. Now, why would Fauci need to go through that elaborate rigmarole? Again, Hitler wouldn't have to do that. He would just go, this is the official doctrine and anyone who says otherwise is going to be locked up. But because our police state is not fully developed, it's a, you may say it's under construction. There's a lot of public deceit that has to go into the creation of it. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned that it's it's kind of they're operating in hiding. Uh, but are they really? I mean, your film, 2000 Mules, kind of put the whole police state right out in front of everybody to see. You mentioned Tony Fauci, who I believe is just a face guy for this weapon of biowarfare that was developed at Fort Detrick and University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill by our own government by our own DOD and then intentionally released upon the American people. So aren't they just kind of saying, hey, we're right out here in the wide open. This is a police state. There's nothing that you can do about it. Some parts are concealed and other parts are in the open. And in fact, interestingly, I was rereading uh, part of uh, Orwell's 1984, and he talks about the fact that Big Brother is really divided into two parts. But Big Brother is a symbol for totalitarianism. There's an inner party and an outer party. So the inner party is the concealed part and the outer party is out in the open. So I agree, you know, look, if you go to the YouTube guidelines, you can see right there in plain letters, you can't dispute what they, their position on the trans, on abortion, on climate change, on COVID, on election fraud. So that part is not in hiding. They're telling you openly that if you go against them on these things and your views, they're going to shut you down, deplatform you, demonetize you, maybe even abolish your whole channel. So um, these aspects of the police state are, in fact, out in the open. Yeah. Abolish your whole channel. I mean, how about abolish your whole life or or snatch the life away from your children? I mean, that's really where we are right now. Uh, this program obviously advocates for extreme accountability. Weigh in on that. If, if these people are tried for the crimes that they've committed against humanity and they're found guilty, what should we do with them? Well, some of the things can just be shut down straight out. And for example, I don't see why the Supreme Court cannot completely ban the government from any interactions with these digital platforms that are related to any sort of deplatforming or censorship. That would protect the First Amendment in a single blow. And there is the Missouri versus Biden case making itself up the, up the ranks, uh, giving the, the Supreme Court an opportunity to do that. But I think you're right. For people in the in the Justice Department, uh, the higher reaches of the FBI, I mean, these this has turned into a gangster operation, yeah. and um, and gangsters have to be held accountable. So the problem is that the Republican Party is very reluctant uh, to do two things. One is full accountability. And the second is, we're going to do to you what you've been doing to us. Because very often, as with a bully, that's the only way to make the bully stop. We executed Saddam Hussein for far less on an international stage for wanting to introduce his own monetary system. I mean, this is something to get away from the central banks and the criminal central banking cabal. Uh, these people are actively murdering children. Uh, they're, they're, they're actively doing it. And they're telling you that they're coming for your children in sexual ways as well. They want unfettered, unrestricted access to your children so they can eventually, I believe, legalize pedophilia. Do you agree? Well, I think that um, this is an, a kind of a weird aspect of the police state, because if you look at police states around the world, normally they crack down on crime. Normally they have no tolerance for this kind of, you could call it, you know, extreme forms of sexual deviancy. So you have to ask, 
what is the unique nature of our police state? Well, there's a guy in the movie who blurts out, and I think it's very telling. He goes, we're basically becoming China plus drag queens. And that shows that we're uh, our police state has an American accent. It's not going to look exactly the same as other police states. The other remarkable thing about our police state is it has an open border. Now, normally police states don't have that. They have the opposite. They have walls. They have a Berlin Wall. Can't get in, can't get out. Um, the reason we have a porous border is because, again, our police state is under construction with the country so evenly divided. The Biden regime needs to add to its numbers to to try, try to create the kind of decisive majority that FDR had between, the, let, let's say, 1932 and the Democrats continue to enjoy almost up to 1980 when Reagan was elected. We were America was a kind of one party state. The Democrats won to make us a one-party state again, but in a far more dangerous way because they've been gangsterized to a degree that they weren't at that point. Yeah. Uh, plus, they need the chaos and the anarchy. Uh, you mentioned Hitler, right? I mean, go back to the times of the, you know, the Soviet Union. You needed the absence of the rule of law in order to usher in a police state, right? That's kind of what we have here, and it's being done intentionally with an orchestrated military invasion at our border, with our military failing to do its one essential chore or duty, which is to protect this country from physical invasion and then to protect its citizens against any harm that might come from her invasion. Uh, really important here before you go, because I, we have a, just a couple of minutes left here, but I value your opinion. We've said on this program before, you mentioned uh, Orwell's 1984. We've said that the answer to 1984 is 1776. What say you? I think that is generally right, but I will say that when we say 1776, we're not just talking about the Constitution, the Declaration. Paper documents cannot protect us in this kind of a situation. And the founders themselves recognize that. In fact, one of the reasons they think that you can check the power of a majority is the majority needs to have a rational fear of the minority. So in other words, it's the balance of the architecture of the founding is more important than just the paper enumeration of the Bill of Rights. Yeah. If you also let me add, you sure. know, we're buying out hundreds of theaters for this movie, um, October 23rd and 25th. And we also have a virtual premiere, um, which is an online way to view the movie, October 27th. But the tickets can only be gotten in one place, policestatefilm.net. That's the website, policestatefilm.net. So go there. This is this movie is unlike any movie I've made before. And in, in a sense, I'm sad to make it. I never wanted America to get to a point where a movie like this needed to be made. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you doing so. Uh, Police State coming at the end of this month, policestatefilm.net. Again, policestatefilm.net. Dinesh D'Souza, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. It's a pleasure. What if I told you there was a hostile alien species that controls your appetite, sleep, and focus? Invaders that urinate and defecate throughout your body whenever they are hungry. We call them parasites, and they are the root cause of many health issues that result in pain, suffering, and death. The Purge is our solution. Purge Suddenly offers a unique blend of 17 detoxifying ingredients, including black walnut hull and wormwood, scientifically proven to not only kill parasites, but to destroy and flush them out. If you've never gone through a parasite cleanse or didn't do it the right way, our proven formula prepares you for a complete and total victory. Increased alertness, weight loss, and clear skin are just a few of the potential benefits customers have reported back. Kill the parasites, destroy their eggs, and build a big beautiful wall inside your body to keep them out. It is time to purge suddenly. It's you or them. 
Make your move now. What does the federal government do with your tax dollars? They waste billions in Ukraine. They give over $2,000 a month to illegal aliens invading our country. They murder scores of Americans with the corona hoax bioweapon jabs. They cheat in the elections and take away your voice. And when you complain about it, like the peaceful protests on January 6th, they put you in prison, torture you, and make up phony indictments against you. The enemy wants you to be a powerless slave that shuts up and does as you are told. But there is a way out of this tyranny. Freedom Law School has been teaching Americans for over 27 years that no law requires 99% of Americans to file and pay income tax. None of their students who have stopped paying have gone to prison or had their bank account and property stolen by the IRS. Go to freedomlawschool.org today to take five steps to freedom from IRS deception, robbery, and slavery. Totally free to set you free. Go to freedomlawschool.org today so we have said on this show repeatedly that the critical issue for 2024 ahead of everything else is election integrity if the elections are fake then it really doesn't matter what donald trump or anyone else campaigns on it doesn't matter how enthusiastic people are it doesn't matter what disastrous policies joe biden and his tyrannical group of goons try to enact in washington dc no none of those things matter for the 2024 election if the Democrat regime can simply conjure up as many votes as they need to win and get the controlled regime media to bless the entire thing as legitimate. We've seen that before. Obviously, everyone knows that. Securing election integrity is hard, though. So a lot of people prefer to just stop thinking about it. They think that if they can just imagine that the election will be legitimate, that it will be. That 2020 was somehow just a one-off because of COVID. No, they're wrong. Our regime is psychotic and demented. They're absolutely terrified of ever losing their grip on power. They'll do absolutely anything that they can to keep that grip. That's the real story of what January 6th was all about. This wasn't an insurrection. Nobody was violent. Nobody brought guns and shot the place up. It was a crowd of distressed American patriots who wanted to make a stand for the American Republic. They wanted to petition the government to redress their grievances. Well, instead of being heard, they were framed for a crime that they didn't commit. They were dragged away to prison. Many of them are still there. Some will be there for decades for the crime of wanting America to hold real elections rather than fake and rigged and gay ones. And that's how things stand right now. A few red states have passed a few laws to strengthen election integrity, but that's not enough. So if things stay the way that they are right now, we won't win, period. They'll sabotage even the biggest mandate imaginable. The mechanisms of fraud have to be exposed and have to be shut down. Well, one of the people who understands this the best is investigative reporter Lara Logan. Lara was previously the chief of foreign affairs correspondent for CBS News, but now she's embarked on a new era of her career as an independent crusader for truth. We appreciate that. She's doing it very well. Hero of mine, actually. As part of that crusade, Lara has put out a brand new interview series, The Rest of the Story, which looks to give the full truth about January 6th, or parts of it, as she explained previously, and election fraud more generally. Well, the most recent episode of Lara's series looks at the legal efforts of the Brunson brothers. For years, the four Brunson brothers played trumpets in order to save men's souls. Now they have to put their trumpets down in order to defend our rights as American citizens instead. Last year, they filed a lawsuit alleging that the 2020 election was rigged against Donald Trump and that 385 members of Congress and then Vice President Mike Pence, the traitor, committed treason by not investigating that fraud. Here's a brief look. Once upon a time, the Brunson brothers and their trumpets could stop any show. 
That much hasn't changed. Almost 30 years later, they're doing it again. Only this time, it's the world of politics, not music. And they've jumped into the ring for the fight of their lives. When we heard four brothers, better known for blasting their horns than practicing law, had weighed in on the 2020 election controversy and were suing Congress for failing to investigate charges of fraud, we tracked them down. Well, basically, the argument is you're wrong for trying. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say to that? That's an insult to the people. Well, it's like I'm wrong for trying to protect your rights. Really? A person asking me that. You're wrong for trying to protect my rights. I'm like, are you, dis are you that discouraged? Are you that hopeless? I was really disturbed, and I was thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I, I just can't sit here and do nothing. But then I had the thought, the argument in my mind, who am I? How can I possibly cause anything to happen against the president, the vice president, and all these members of Congress that are just violating their oath of office? What, what can I do? What can I do? So, so I was talking to my brothers from time to time. Finally, I just called up uh, Loy and I says, Loy, I want to sue them. You know, it may not go anywhere. It may not do anything. But I want to sue that, but I, I want you to be the plaintiff. And he was like, yeah. Led by Darren, they filed two complaints, one in federal court with oldest brother Loy Arlen Brunson as plaintiff, the other with Roland J. Brunson, which went from state court to federal to the Supreme Court. The lawsuits caught fire in the minds of many, especially those still convinced the election had been stolen. And as news spread, people responded, sending over 60,000 letters of support to the Supreme Court. You can see the rest on Twitter from the account at truth underscore in media. Again, that's at truth underscore in media. Be sure to check it out. And Laura Logan joins us now. Uh, thank you so much for everything that you've done. Uh, completely amazing stuff here. How many people have viewed this and what do you think the response should be now? Well, on Truth and Media, you know, a site that had 156 viewers before we launched the show and um, followers, they um, they have recorded 1.6 million views of the Brunson mm -hmm. Brothers Part 1. And, you know, it, it's been reposted in a lot of different places. So there's more than that, probably around 2 million. I mean, when I was at 60 Minutes, you know, 12, 13 million was a bad night. So I still have that in the back of my head. What should be done now? I mean, th this is completely exposed. So I mean, you're a crusader for truth. You're also a crusader for accountability. Where do we go now? Well, as I like to say, Sue, I'm just a journalist, right? So I'm I'm really lucky in the sense that it's my job to show people uh, the truth. And then I it's really up to them what they do about it. And as I say to people, because I get asked all the time when I speak and go to events and meet people, they always say, what should we do? What should we do? And my answer to them is, you're American. <laughs> okay, there's no nation on earth that has greater power than you. There is nowhere in the world where the individual has more rights than you. I didn't grow up with a Bill of Rights and a constitution that enshrines inalienable rights from God. I didn't grow up with any of these things. And guess what? The rest of the world isn't growing up with it either. So, you know, you did physics at school, right? You studied the Constitution. You know what to do, right? I mean, you know that if you stand by silently, it's the same as surrender. You know that. You're making it easy for them. If you keep your mouth shut, you're making it easy. And so it starts with speaking up. And one thing <clears throat> that I want to tell you about, 
When I was asked this question just a few nights ago, I told the audience a story. And I think this story is really important because what people don't realize is that they have allowed the price, the cost of standing up and doing something and saying something, they've allowed that price to be so high. They've done nothing. You know, you get a whistleblower um, who stands up in the FBI, or you get a whistleblower like Terry Johnson from the Capitol Police, or the one Stu Scheller, Lieutenant Colonel Stu Scheller in, during the Afghanistan debacle, right? These people stand up. And what do we do when they stand up? We do nothing. We let them have their three seconds where they get, you know, they, they do the rounds of the shows on the sort of alternative, independent or conservative media, whatever you want to call it. And then they get tossed in the trash. Nobody cares about them. Nobody follows up on them. Nobody hires them. We just leave them to struggle and basically die a slow death. That's what happens to them. They're unemployable in their chosen field. They lose everything. Right. No one cares. Well, you know, you're not going to get, it goes against human nature to stand up. People are followers. They're not leaders, right? We like our leaders and we like to follow them. And there are a few leaders and many followers. That's how it works. It's human nature. It's always been that way. And it's always going to be that way. But what we have within our power is the ability to reduce the cost of standing up. And when you don't reduce the cost the history is replete with examples of what happens. And the example that I gave was the Einsatzgruppen, Hitler's mobile killing squads in Eastern Europe. You know, our whole understanding of the Second World War was based primarily on what happened in Western Europe. And I did several stories for 60 Minutes with a fascinating man. He's an, a Catholic priest, Father Patrick Debois, who spent 18 years, in fact, he's still doing it, going from village to village to village in Eastern Europe, documenting the accounts of eyewitnesses to Hitler's policy in the East. Because, you know, for some inexplicable reason that none of us questioned, the moment the war ended, our great allies, the Russians, those, you know, those dirty commies, right? The great evil, they went from being our one of our main allies in defeating the Nazis to instantly overnight being our great enemy. And so, and the wall came up and we didn't know what happened in the East. So when the wall came down and the, and the Soviet archives became available, Father Dubois took those archives, he took the Nazi archives and he went and he did thousands, literally thousands of interviews with firsthand eyewitness accounts from those who were children during the, uh, the annihilation of people across Eastern Europe. He said to me that, you know, Hitler's policy in the East was total annihilation. If there was even one Jew left in a village, he sent his mobile killing squads as far as they needed to go. And in one of these villages, Stu, when they came in, right, they, they carried out a huge massacre. And the one thing Father Dubois said that never left me was, he said, you know, there is no genocide ever without the neighbors, right? Who are the neighbors? When the Einsatzgruppen would come into the village, they would say, where are the Jews? Who would show them? Who would take them to the, the doors of the Jewish people in the village? It was the collaborators, right? It was the neighbors. And that's exactly what happened to the Yazidis when I was in Northern Iraq. It's what's happened everywhere. There is no genocide without the neighbors who become the collaborators. And so on this day, when the Einsatzgruppen had finished killing, 
right? And they had gone off into the distance. They were receding into the distance. A man in the village noticed that the grave was moving. And this was normal. I, I mean, he, he did so many testimonies of people who would say that the ground would move for days after these massacres. Mm. And when he saw this, this man, he looked down and he noticed that a woman who was dead had hidden her three-year-old boy between her legs under her skirt. And the boy had survived the hail of bullets. And this child was trying to clamber out of the mass grave under this pile of bodies. And he pulled the child from the grave. And he yelled to the Einsatzgruppen, right, to the Nazis as they were departing. There's one left. There's one left. And they couldn't hear him. So what did he do, this man? He didn't take that child home and hide it. That's the story, right, that we want to hear about. He took that child by its ankles and he swung it against a tree. And he hit a child's head into the bark of the tree over and over until it exploded. And I tell you that story because the lesson for us is that we live in a nation of potential collaborators. And if we don't reduce the price of standing up, if we don't make it less costly and encourage more people to stand, that is what lies ahead for all of us. When they come and say, who were the ones who voted for Trump? Who were the ones with Trump signs in their front right. porch? Who were the proud boys? Who were the oath keepers? When they come to uh, who wouldn't comply? Who, who didn't wear a mask? Who are the journalists? Who didn't get a vaccine? Hmm. When they come for us, our neighbors will be raising their hands to lead the, you know, lead the killing squads to our doors. They're doing it now. They did it after January 6th. They put out people's pictures and they said, you know, report to us. Matthew Perna, you reported, you know, on our shows about his story. He was turned in by two people he knew. Now, he'd already turned himself in. But think about that. People were lining up. There's a site right now on Twitter. It's called Sedition Hunters, right? They're asking you to turn and to be collaborators, to collaborate with the state as it hunts down ordinary, decent American citizens who are exercising their First Amendment rights on January 6th. And I'm not talking about, I'm not excusing violence. I have no patience for the stupidity of that argument. Give me a break, okay? It was not an insurrection by any single definition. There's not a military commander alive in this country who should be putting on their uniform and looking at themselves in the mirror today and going to work with pride. There's not an FBI agent. There's not a Justice Department official. Shame on you. And shame on us if we don't reduce the cost because we know where this is headed. With just a couple of minutes here, how do we effectively do that? I mean, what do you think the way to reduce cost most effectively is? Well, it's very easy for people to find uh, people these days, right? If you have a business and you think that you can afford to hire someone with integrity and courage, offer them a job. <clears throat> offer them, if you're a retired attorney and you know they need legal advice, offer your services. If you're a working attorney, you know, and, and you can afford it, give free legal advice. If you, I mean, whatever it is that you can do, you know, if you own a, car dealerships, Give somebody a car. You know, I, I did a story uh, on a guy who was wrongfully convicted of murdering his wife. 
And he told me an amazing thing, you know, that he got given this truck when he was finally cleared and declared innocent. And uh, and so what he did was he paid it forward. And when there were other people who were declared innocent, who had been wrongfully convicted, who were also cleared in this in the years later, he gave them that truck. He passed it on. There's so many things that we can do. And you know what? It starts with speaking up. It starts with being honest with yourself and your children. It starts with those conversations around the dinner table. If you're one of those families that says, oh, the kids are home you know, from college for Thanksgiving or for the holidays, we want everything to be nice. It starts with teaching your children, it's okay if we don't agree. We, we grew up in the society, Sue, where it's so, I don't agree with everything you say on your show. I thought your monologue today, by the way, was fantastic. But, you know, there are times I watch your show and I think I'm not sure about that. That's okay. Yeah. We're not supposed to agree. But our children have forgotten what that means. They literally go into, they need to go into a safe space if they have a, a, a sort of a difference of opinion. You know, I constantly tell my friends in their relationships with, with other kids and that it's okay. You, you, you know, this kid doesn't have to see everything the way you do and, and, and vice versa. So I really think it starts with honesty. It builds from integrity. And, uh, and people, I think if they understand that what they're clinging to, what they fear is already gone. And this is not the end. As bad as things are right now, this is not the end state. So if you understand that and you realize I'm living in fear, I'm acting out of fear. I don't know. I'm someone who, when my mother was dying, I nursed her for five and a half months. I never left her side. And the only thing that got me down those steps into the ICU every day, literally day after day, was Psalm 23. You know, I turn to God when I'm afraid. Because General Flynn, Michael Flynn, told me once, Years ago, he said, Lara, we cannot live in fear. And that's when I realized, wow, like I'm doing my best, but I still, but I feel that I'm afraid for my children. I'm afraid for where we're headed, yeah. but I don't act out of fear and I don't live in fear. Well, if anybody is being fearless right now, it's you. And we appreciate that because, you know, you mentioned Trump supporters who voted for Trump. You mentioned who was vaccinated. You mentioned journalists, the dissident media. Uh, on the other side of that, Biden voters, people who are double jabbed and boosted, if you think that they're not coming for you, you're dead wrong. So we can agree or we can disagree. We can have these you know, inflamed arguments because we're so polarized everywhere. But they're coming for all of us. I mean, at the end of the day, they're coming for freedom and liberty, and they're coming for it right now. They're a murderous regime. And the irony is, Yeah. You want to know the irony of all of that? They think, you know, maybe if you're Antifa today, you think you're winning. Right. Because you're oh look, defund the police is not now a fringe issue. This is one of our core anarchist issues and it's right front and center. And we've got anarchists throughout the government. We've got the Sunrise Movement, which is a movement of anarchists. They are prolific in the schools. And so they really think they're winning. <laughs> and what they don't understand is it's just a pecking order of when you get lined. The ones who who are doing their dirty work, their day is coming. I mean, look at the Russians, look at the communists, look at the Chinese. What do they do with their own? They line them up against a wall and they shoot them. Slaughter them. Right? It's, <laughs> they're coming for them too. They yep. just don't know it. If you want to know the truth about January 6th, truth underscore in media, uh, that is the Twitter handle, at truth underscore in media. Laura Logan, you're just, honestly, I've said it before. Please let me say it again. 
you're a hero of mine and we really appreciate it. Appreciate you being here as well. Thank you so much. I appreciate you watching the show and caring. We're seeing unprecedented criminal tax hikes, hyperinflation, a full-blown recession, and it's all part of the grand plan. The billions of dollars that Biden keeps sending to that corrupt, fake Ukraine. The trillions in new taxes that he wants to shove down your throat. The electronic banking system crash, resetting everybody to zero. Checking accounts, savings accounts, 401ks, IRAs, all of it, zero. But you don't have to be a victim. Protect your money and get up to $10,000 in free silver to do it when you call my friends at GoldCo. GoldCo has helped to protect over $2 billion in gold and silver for people like you and me. And now they're offering you up to $10,000 in bonus silver when opening a qualified IRA account just for being a supporter of The Stu Peters Show. So whether you want to protect your 50 grand or a half a million or even more, this is your opportunity to protect yourself from our out-of-control, corrupt corporate crime syndicate. Don't be a victim. Call GoldCo, 855-706-GOLD. Again, 855-706-GOLD. Or go to goldco.com slash stew. Preparing for an imminent food crisis is just good advice. Obviously, there are supply chain disruptions manufactured intentionally. Obviously, the food source has been contaminated and poisoned. So having the food for the imminent upcoming famine is probably very important. Heavensharvest.com, that's where they come in. Go to heavensharvest.com. You can get real food, not just fake rice and beans and flour and nasty garbage. Actual real food that tastes good with all of the appropriate protein. There's a $100 bucket over there right now. You get big discounts, by the way, if you use the code StuPeters10 when you check out. 10% off plus free shipping at HeavensHarvest.com. Oh, and also, yes, this is something that you need to think about. Being self-sufficient. Heirloom seeds also available at HeavensHarvest.com. So now you can grow and harvest the same things that your great-grandparents did. Live off the land be self-sufficient, heirloom seeds, and buckets of food available right now. Go to heavensharvest.com. Again, heavensharvest.com. Well, I don't know about you, but off and on, I've had trouble sleeping for years. Actually, the majority of Americans struggle to get the sleep that they need. A friend of mine told me that it might be a magnesium deficiency, so I tried a whole bunch of supplements, and none of it worked. Well, finally, thanks to this program, I was introduced to nutrition scientist and champion bodybuilder Wade Lightheart, and he told me there's actually seven types of magnesium, and your body needs all seven in order to get the proper sleep that some of these other companies advertise but just don't produce. Problem is, because of industrial fertilizers, basically all the food that we eat is now deficient in magnesium. Magnesium Breakthrough is the only full-spectrum supplement that includes all seven forms of magnesium that's on the market. And let me tell you, this stuff actually works. Not only did it finally fix my sleep, but the energy levels that I've experienced have gone through the roof as well. To learn more about Magnesium Breakthrough, go to magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Use promo code StuPeters10 to get 10% off your first bottle. You'll be glad that you did. magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. So it's about time that we had a properly funny story from our government. On Saturday, the United States House was voting on this stopgap spending bill to avoid a government shutdown, a bill that had no more money for the Ukraine war. Well, then suddenly this fire alarm sounded and it forced the evacuation of the Cannon office building. That's a major house office building next to the Capitol. So what happened? Well, it turns out a Democrat yanked the alarm. That Democrat was AOC squad member Jamal Bowman of New York. Now, according to Bowman, he was rushing to the House to make a vote when he became confused by a closed door in front of him. The door said that it was an emergency exit door, and if he pushed it, the alarm would sound. See that all the time. Well, the result is that Bowman was deeply, deeply confused. What could he do? He didn't know. So he did the only thing that he could think of. He yanked a fire alarm and then claimed afterward that he didn't know how a fire alarm worked and didn't know it would cause an alarm for the entire building. By the way, Bowman's 
pre-Congress job was as a school principal. Think about that. That's one of the few places in the entire world where fire drills and fire alarm education are a routine event. So was he telling the truth or was he lying? Or was he just trying to slow down house business by any means necessary? See, honestly, you can answer that either way. The second option is more sinister. Why? Well, because it shows how shrill and desperate Democrats are to keep funneling cash to Ukraine. Now, by the way, intentionally pulling a fire alarm, listen closely here, intentionally pulling a fire alarm to stop Congress from voting would be a rather clear-cut violation of the federal law banning obstruction of an official proceeding. You know, the law that all of the J6 POWs, prisoners of war, defendants are accused of breaking. So if Bowman pulled a stunt to stop the vote, he deserves the very same treatment that they got. He should be in a gulag immediately. But honestly, it would also be fitting if Bowman really did accidentally set off the alarm because Bowman is stupid. Jamal Bowman is a supposedly a doctor because just like the first lady, heavy air quotes there, Jill Biden, he has a doctorate in education. Now, of course, the education doctorate is notoriously one of the easiest graduate degrees to get in all of America. It's a favorite of affirmative action careerists like Jamal Bowman. So honestly, it's entirely believable that he really was dumb enough to just not know how a fire alarm works. That's the exact type of doofus that Democrat elites like to fill their ranks with in Congress. John Lefebvre is a creator of the famous Goldman Sachs Elevator Twitter account and author of the best-selling Wall Street memoir, Straight to Hell. He's been following this Bowman saga closely, and he knows a lot about the wider government shutdown fight. He joins us now. John, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you being here. Yeah, thanks a lot. Nice to uh, nice to be here. So, so which one was it? I mean, is he is he that stupid or was he obstructing an official proceeding? Okay, this is, I think, a genuine blessing, right? So as you correctly pointed out in your introductory monologue, either he's telling the truth or he's lying. So if he's telling the truth as a former principal of a middle school where students were punished with suspension or expulsion for pulling the fire alarm, he is a complete idiot and automatically is not fit for service, okay? So that's if he was telling the truth. If he is lying, um, then he thinks you're an idiot. Right, So yes. as I always say, you know, worse than lying is the insult to my intelligence. So either way, he is not fit for service. But I think the important thing to kind of take away from this, and I agree with everything that you articulated, um, we're at a point now where they are lying. We know they are lying. They know that we know that they are lying and they do not care. Yeah, speak to that. Um, why is that? Why is it that they don't care? Because I, I think things have gone on so long without enough people pushing back and people have been bullied and silenced into submission that they think they can get away with absolutely anything without facing any ramifications, without getting voted out of office, without getting uh, called out by the media. In fact, the, the media kind of uh, supports this, this kind of activity. So there's been no consequences for these people. And that's kind of the funny thing. If you look at, um, you know, whether it's AOC on the morning shows yesterday or even the, the corporate media defending this guy, it's it's kind of hilarious. Right. So the same Democrats who have had to and some of them obviously know that this is absurd. Right. So 
Well, yeah, I, I would say go... that it's hypocritical, but not necessarily hilarious. And of course, you tune into Fox News and you'll hear Hannity. Imagine if a Republican did that. Uh, but we literally have people locked up in prison right now without due process because they obstructed an official proceeding by, you know, being escorted by police through the same building or uh, an adjacent building, right? Uh, conducting Correct. official business. Uh, and, and there, so there's if, nothing, nothing funny about that for sure. No, but what and, I and if this whole thing amazing. is, if if this whole thing is a construct, and they're they're acting like this with impunity, and and there really is no accountability because you can't vote them out because elections are fake and gay and rigged and stolen. So, what does that say about how fake our government is? I mean, I've been saying we have a fake government and a real murderous corporate crime syndicate. Is that an overstatement? Not at all. I think, um, and I, I've said this many times before. And it's not hyperbole, um, you know, and I think it was reinforced over the weekend in some commentary by uh, guys like Mike Cernovich. Um, you know, we're entering a very, very dangerous, dark time. And, you know, I think our not just our culture, but our livelihood hinges on this this next election. And if things don't go the right way, um, you know, and by livelihood, you don't mean a paycheck. You mean actually staying alive. Correct. And I, I think it, it, it comes down to, you know, everybody has health insurance. I, I think the, the ultimate insurance that you need in, in environments like this is land, guns, you know, livestock, and almost a, a like-minded tribe of, of a, a community, almost reverting back, you know, 100, 200 years in yeah. terms of how the, what the world will look like in, in five or 10 years. I, it's I very agree. depressing I and very, very alarming. So when but you look at somebody like I, AOC, who who's obviously fake, I mean, these are actors playing their role in a movie. You know, she's the counterpart to the you know notorious America First Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's you know now obviously in bed, probably in multiple ways with Kevin McCarthy. Uh, so when you say this is dangerous, what we always like to look for is remedy, right? Because we can see what where this is heading, where the country is going. So I'm interested in your thoughts because I respect your opinion. What do you think about accountability for these people? What can the people of America actually? What should they do? Well, again, I guess that that is the silver lining of a trivial event like this, right? It's so absurd. The same Democrats who have to pretend like they do not know what a woman is Mm -hmm. now have to pretend like they do not know what a fire alarm is. And the absurdity of that, I think, and the corporate media jumping behind everybody over the weekend to kind of defend his apology or at least take it seriously is so absurd that I think it's it's continuing the process of, of of waking people up, and and when what is the remedy? I think the remedy is 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 fighting back. And what does that, that look means, like? I mean, specifically, what, fighting back. What does what does that mean? I think we need people to get a lot more engaged, right? So um, you know, the the meme war. If the meme war won twenty sixteen, and kind of what is dubbed, uh, you know, I guess it was effectively ballot harvesting, legal or otherwise, uh, tipped the scales in in 2020. If you look at uh, the weaponization of the judicial party or the, you know, the the Department of Justice uh, against political opponents and, you know, everything else, they are clearly coming after us. So this election cycle isn't necessarily about memes. It's going to be about lawfare. So um, we need to ballot harvest. We need a, a get out of vote campaign up and down the ballot, you know, in every age demographic. So if you look at what groups like Turning Point are doing with uh, Gen Z, 
whereby effectively on college campuses, increasingly conservatism is effectively the new punk. You know, it's 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 cool and and dissident for almost the the first time ever. It's it's a grassroots effort to take back the culture. And do you think it can be done politically? I mean, do you do you trust in the election process? I would optimistically like to think that it is possible, but to be honest, if if we lose badly next cycle, I think it is almost time to, and I hate to say it, check out from check out from society. Again, I think we're already land, there. I mean, honestly, when they're, and, when they're watching. And, and you know, when they're watching us in, in mass go and support a grassroots candidate, you know, 40,000 some odd people were showing up and in, in the Times, President Trump, right? They're, they're showing up for his rallies. Uh, never has anybody been more enthusiastic about a guy. I mean, I've, I've never seen it. I don't know. Maybe you have, but I've never seen this before. Uh, the, the guy, uh, you know, I mean, other than when Jesus Christ walked the planet, I mean, nobody's had more sway over more people or been as popular. And so, then the guy that has, you know, like 12 circles painted on the ground at his rallies and he's like trying to jog to pretend that he's young and fit and able, but he's feeble and weak and feckless and pooping in his pants on the international stage. And I don't know what these circles are like they're trying to summons the mothership or something. And, you know, the 12 circles are filled with like 11 staffers. And we're supposed to believe that this guy got more votes than any other candidate in the history of this country for president, including the first black president. What faith could we possibly have in a political answer at this point? I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I'm not going to deny what yeah. I see right before my eyes. Correct. And and I was in Maricopa County in, uh, for the 2020 election. I participated in the 100 mile uh, Trump parade, you know, the day before the election. And I'm supposed to believe that Maricopa County went for Joe Biden. Yeah. Went so nobody knows better than you. The first time in 75 years. I mean, it's completely, you know, what our, our, our lies, our, our eyes are lying to us. I mean, it's, it, but again, they think we are stupid. So before or we go, because I got to, I got to get not, this question they in. do not care. I got to, I got to get your input on this. There's no political solution. I think that we agree on that. You were in the hundred mile, you know, I mean, you saw it. Nobody's more qualified than you to speak on you know, what your eyes are seeing. What is the non-political solution? What's the remedy? If voting is fake and elections are rigged and stolen and the people are losing their voice while their kids are being targeted with transgender propaganda and being openly molested in the streets in the name of pride and, you know, people are being murdered in mass with bioweapon injections being falsely referred to as safe and effective vaccines. I mean, the list goes on and on. We're, we're sending hundreds of billions of dollars to some country that means nothing to our national security. Uh, it's all being siphoned off by these fat cats and political elites in the D.C. Beltway, warmongers and Pfizer butt sluts like Lindsey Graham. So what yep. what is the real answer for the people? And I, I don't want you to be afraid of censoring yourself here. I'm really looking for is yeah. it do we form militias? Do we go notify our sheriff? Hey, we're we're organizing, we're gathering, we're well regulated, and we're not asking permission. We're notifying, we're advising you and the county attorney, the, the district attorney. This is what we're doing because we have to protect our kids. I mean, our our right. children are being targeted, and the enemy has no problems just saying we're coming for your kids. Right. So that's a very difficult answer, a question to answer. I can only answer it selfishly. So I think there is a very good probability that things are beyond saving. And so the answer for me personally, as somebody who has two young children, is to 
protect myself and my family and be prepared. I guess I can't answer the question, but I could give advice. And that is be prepared for what is, has a very good probability of being just around the corner. I mean, this isn't uh, 10, 20 years from now. This is in the next two to five years, if not sooner, that you need land and guns um, and, and the you will. need land guns and the will to protect yourself and defend your family and your individual liberty and your, your prosperity and your property by any means necessary, by any means, any means necessary. necessary, any means necessary. And, and we will become tribal just as if you look at the, as a microcosm, how kind of homeschooling has evolved mm-hmm. um, where it has been obviously post COVID successful because people have been able to form pods, even in orange County, Um, You know, even Blue State, California, they've been able to form pods of like-minded conservative parents. Um, The same thing, you know, if you kind of take that trajectory forward in terms of how we live day to day, we will have to surround ourselves with like-minded people. You know, going back to the core. But I got to wrap this up. But what you're saying is synonymous with militia. I mean, that's what it is. We're organized. Call it whatever you want to. But militia, I don't think should be a bad word. Uh, and I think that people should be well-armed and well-regulated, just like you're talking about, like-minded people uh, that believe in you know, individual liberty, freedom, the cause of America, uh, and Christianity, really. I mean, that's if that's you If you don't prepare, if you don't, pre- words, if you don't prepare for that, if you don't prepare for that, I think you're doing a disservice to yourself and, and, your, and your family. I mean, even if you can even incorporate kind of what's happening at our southern border in terms of changing the fabric of this country. I mean, yeah. everything hinges on this, this next election. And if we lose then I think it's time to, you know, check out from society and form your own community, as you, you can use the word militia if you want, yeah. that reflects the vision of America that I think had been intended for the last 200 years, because it doesn't exist anymore. Real pleasure. Real pleasure talking to you. I hope that you'll come back sometime soon. John LaFab, check him out on Twitter, by the way. Uh, more of the Stu Peter Show continues next. Everybody now knows that we live in an upside-down clown world under an empire of lies, a murderous regime. So previously, it may have sounded crazy, but I'm sure you won't be surprised to learn that liberals are very upset that people like me are advertising the Vanish holster. They cannot stand how this holster has helped get more Americans armed than ever before. What's so special about this Vanish holster, you might ask? Well, simple. It is the most comfortable holster ever. The most comfortable holster I've ever worn. I have plenty of experience, 15 years in bounty hunting. Lots of experience with holsters and firearms. And when you get a Vanish holster, you'll never stop carrying because you'll forget you're even wearing it. Plus, the Vanish holster saves you money. That's because it fits 99% of all semi-auto handguns. It works without a tactical belt. It lets you carry in multiple positions. It carries two fully loaded magazines. And best of all, because you're a viewer of this program, you get it for 50 bucks off. I am told that this discount is set to expire soon, so kick in your special pricing. Lock it in right now. Go to Vanish.com slash stew. That's V-N-S-H dot com slash stew. V-N-S-H dot com slash stew. It's all back for the money back guarantee. And I believe them when they say it's the only holster that you'll ever need because it's the last one that you'll ever buy. Vanish.com slash stew right now, today before this discount expires. I'm going to fill this box here and I'm going to try to replicate the indoor environment that most people face anywhere in the world today. The more energy efficient that we become, the more airtight that we make our houses, the more toxic it is for our environment. 
Our technology is vibrating the air at a rate of speed. Anything that is 0.001 microns or larger does not stand a chance in the presence of not only photocatalytic oxidation, but needlepoint negative ionization. We're sending out a ion wave that is going through walls, doors, floors, carpets, paddings, draperies, and it's synergistically vibrating the air and it's gonna drop it down to the ground as a biologically inert substance. Now this is where you're going to come in. You can mop this matter, you can vacuum it, you can sweep it, but our technology is gonna make sure that you're not continuously breathing this in. If you're looking for the newest, best cutting edge products to help push your brain and body to the outer limits, then you should stop what you're doing and check out Utopia, the most powerful bespoke nootropics on the market today. These nootropic stacks are taking the industry by storm. Why? Because they're safe and they're legal and they're highly effective. Even better, every formula is customized for you based on your strengths and your weaknesses and your goals. So you get exactly what you need. Taking the right formulas at the right times can help you focus intensely, block out distractions, reduce stress and anxiety, enhance your creativity, boost your memory, and a whole lot more. You'll be absolutely amazed by how quickly they work. Within 15 to 30 minutes, you should begin to feel and notice the mental effects. Oh, and here's the best part. These formulas come with a full one-year guarantee, so there is zero risk to you to try them for yourself. If you feel like you're not fully maximizing your potential, then you owe it to yourself to try Newtopia's formula. Simply go to newtopia.com slash Peters. Use promo code Peters to get 10% off any order when you go to newtopia.com slash Peters. Before we go tonight, a couple of weeks ago, you might remember on this show, we talked at length about antioxidants. Antioxidants are the substances that are good for human health because they neutralize free radicals, those chemicals that react easily with other substances around them. Antioxidants help to prevent chemical reactions inside of your body that can induce inflammation, aging, toxin creation, all sorts of other health problems that nobody wants. During our last segment, we profiled IGF-1 as the mother of all antioxidants, but there's another substance that's looking to take that crown. It's called ESS-60. There's studies with small animals where taking it can extend something's life by as much as 90%. Extend your life by 90%. So where do you get this amazing substance? Well, it turns out you can get ESS-60 from ordinary olive oil, which may be why olive oil itself is as famous as a superfood. Some of the world's longest living people in Southern Italy and Greece, two places that consume more olive oil than just about anywhere else, likely live that long because of the amount of olive oil in their system. So we want to talk more about that, of course. Who doesn't want to live 90% longer? Chris Burris is an author, longevity expert, patent holder, and strangely enough, an improv comedy performer, but he's also the founder and chief scientist of My Vital C. He's worked on developing ESS-60 as a supplement so that people more easily can access its remarkable health benefits, and he joins us now. Uh, Chris, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you being here. Stu, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to share this information with you and your audience. Well, please do. We'd like to hear more about it. Yeah, so the, it all started basically when this molecule, so some people might just be listening, I'm holding up a molecule that really looks like a soccer ball, where the lines on the soccer ball represent the bonds between the carbon atoms, a spherical molecule of 60 carbon atoms. It was discovered here in Houston, that's where I'm based, it was discovered in 1985. The three scientists who discovered it went on to win the Nobel Prize for that discovery in 1996, so a short 11 years from discovery to being awarded the Nobel Prize. The molecule's absolutely amazing. Uh, and and I'm, I might make your audience a little nervous here real quick because <laughs> it performs as well or better than the current best material in almost every application. So it makes better inks, better tires, better batteries, better photocells. Those are things you don't typically think you might consume as a supplement, right? 
Well, they actually put this in a toxicity study for various reasons. They thought the, the molecule might be toxic. Instead of being toxic, just like you mentioned, uh, the test subjects that were given the My Vital C formula lived 90% longer than the control group. That's the single longest longevity experimental result on mammals in history, and it's peer-reviewed published research, the kind of research you would hang your hat on. And that's what really launched me into the supplement space. And then, you know, people's next question typically is like, how does this work? But uh, I'll, I'll let you ask the questions. <laughs> I'd like you to tell us exactly that. How does it work? Per perfect. So uh, the medical community thinks about aging usually in two regards. So it's an oxidative process and an inflammation process. And it's very interesting that our product ticks both of those, those boxes. So uh, there's ad hoc studies on the web that show our our formula to be 172 times more powerful than vitamin C. There's peer-reviewed published research that shows it to be 125 times more powerful than vitamin C. So that ticks that antioxidant box. The next is in inflammation. Um, uh, with the FDA, we have to be really careful when we talk about inflammation. What the FDA allows us to say is our product addresses inflammation at least as it relates to exercise-induced inflammation. So we've all had a tough workout or maybe just walked longer one day than a previous day and felt that inflammation, our product absolutely addresses that, that level of inflammation. Uh, we're not yet able to say that it addresses other types of inflammation because the FDA equates that inflammation directly to disease, and we just need to do more research. So that's really the right approach. Amazing. 90% uh, longer, uh, more than any other study you said with small mammals in history? Yes, in his the next best way, and this is very well documented, to live longer is called CR calorie restriction. If you restrict your calorie consumption by 30%, I call that the starve yourself one third to death diet. It People don't like to sign up for that program. Maybe they need a new marketing spin, but the data is very clear. If you do reduce your calorie consumption by 30%, you can extend your life by 30%. But look, so people that you care about, you want to get this for them. I know we're, we're people can't see, but right now we're broadcasting live from our Vero Beach headquarters. I've got a couple of people here. And in attendance, actually, I'm blessed with my mom being here. I'd like for her to live 90% longer, certainly. Uh, anybody else that you care about, make sure that you go get this product. And especially if you care about yourself, if you love yourself and you love your life, go to myvitalc.com slash stew. Again, that's myvital, the letter C.com slash stew. And if you use the promo code Stu Peters, you get $15 off of your first order. Chris Burris, thank you so much for the product. We appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me, Stu. What if I told you there was a hostile alien species that controls your appetite, sleep, and focus? Invaders that urinate and defecate throughout your body whenever they are hungry. We call them parasites, and they are the root cause of many health issues that result in pain, suffering, and death. The Purge is our solution. Purge Suddenly offers a unique blend of 17 detoxifying ingredients, including black walnut hull and wormwood, scientifically proven to not only kill parasites, but to destroy and flush them out. If you've never gone through a parasite cleanse or didn't do it the right way, our proven formula prepares you for a complete and total victory. Increased alertness, weight loss, and clear skin are just a few of the potential benefits customers have reported back kill the parasites, destroy their eggs, and build a big beautiful wall inside your body to keep them out. It is time to purge suddenly. It's you or them. Make your move now. I don't believe in the process of elections. I believe it's all rigged. I believe that they're all stolen. And the more I talk about this with experts every day, the more I'm convinced that we're living in this movie. It's all fake. But let's just say that somehow, magically, overnight, we return to this 
constitutional republic, two-party representative government system where your vote counts, and it's real. There's not a single candidate who's willing to throw their balls on the table and stand up to do the right thing. The institutions that we rely on, the government, the legal system, the media, all of them seem to be increasingly focused on their own agendas rather than serving the interests of the public. We need to recognize that we can't count on them to save us. So you have to save yourself. And part of saving yourself means protecting your future. That's why I partnered with GoldCo. Because I believe that they can help you get into gold and silver just like they did for me. Here's the facts. GoldCo has helped protect over $2 billion in gold and silver for people just like you and me. And right now they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver with qualified orders just for being a supporter of the Stu Peters Show. So whether you want to protect 50 grand or half a million or more, this is your opportunity to protect yourself from their out-of-control corrupt government. Don't be a victim. Call GoldCo, 855-706-GOLD. Again, 855-706-GOLD or go to goldco.com slash stew.